This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMinn along with Mark Hassettler. And uh, we are talking, I just want to say, Mark, uh, we're talking about the resurrection actually, but, mm-hmm. and it's, we're in the 40 days of seeking God. And one of the things I noticed right now, we're recording this podcast on a Friday. I just had a funeral, Mark's in a tie because he helped me with the funeral, the sound, which Mark, mm-hmm. dude, I appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. You were going to take this day off because you've been working mm-hmm. a lot of days in a row. I've been working a lot of days in a row and you came in for me, you know, Thanks, Teamwork, bud. man. Teamwork. I mean, that's And it. you got one tomorrow. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I figured, well, it, it's been a crazy week and uh, a lot, lot, lot going on. You know, I feel good today. I feel good to serve the family that I serve. So, uh, And you did a great job. I, I got to say, I mean, that, that funeral, um, you know, it's it's the family's grieving, but you, you pointing them to, to hope, you know, right. and, and man, I, I love that about it. You know, right. you, you just continually bring them at their point of grief. You're not right. trying to. You know, dismiss you're not it. trying no. to dismiss right. it, but you're taking them from that to, to, hey, remember, right? there's life beyond this. You know, There's a lot. Because of the resurrection, one of the things it says, in, and I'll, I guess we can jump in there in First Corinthians mm-hmm. 15, was where he was talking about that if we didn't have that resurrection, it says in verse 17, and if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, yeah. and you're still in your sins, and those who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only in this life we have hope in Christ, we're more to be pitied than all men. And so I, I love that, man. If Christ hadn't come back, and there's another part of here where he says, you might as well eat, drink, and be merry. I mean, if there's no That's resurrection right. of the dead, there's no ultimate accountability, you do whatever you want. And But our hope is that there's a resurrection that mm. I would rather, honestly, a life live for the Lord, having life after death, than I would, hey, by the way, there's no God, there's no life after death, oh so party goodness. on, sleep around, do whatever yeah. you want to do, be greedy, rip people off. I don't want to rip people off. I don't want to do any of those things. I'm just, right. sake of argument here, okay? <laughs> sake of argument. We just go crazy because we can. And... But that with the resurrection, it changes everything because no, I'm going to stand before God, and I think it gives tremendous hope. Absolutely, to, to I mean, I see when I look at like verses 12 through 34, for example, I am seeing this resurrection is a primary doctrine that's right. producing hope in us. Right. I mean, Paul's like, what's the point if right. if we're not if we're not experiencing life after this? Don't even worry about it anymore. Right. right. Your faith doesn't matter. Right. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if we right. have a dead Christ, right. Then we don't have a Christ at all. We need a living Christ. We have Jesus Christ who is alive today. And because he's alive, I can live. Yeah. We're going to sing a lot of that coming up right. in Easter. Mentally, you know? spiritually, I heard, you know, talking to the family, actually, the other day, I mean, talk about what an encouragement, because they had a rough, in a lot of ways, they, they had a difficult upbringing hmm. because it wasn't your, your standard upbringing, but in a, the other hand, on the other hand, <clears throat> just hearing their story about how God brought them to him and how God worked mm-hmm. in their lives, even though they weren't really growing up in a home where they were seeing a lot of going to church, a lot of seeking mm-hmm. God, they really, it's like, wow. I mean, yeah, it just it, to, to see the Lord work in these situations and know that, hey, God is alive and well. And Mark, the, the thing is, mentally, you know, uh, spiritually, emotionally, mm-hmm. 
we are anchored, like we're tethered from drifting into hopelessness and oh, despair wow. yeah. because we've got this anchor in the word of God that says, look, there is life after death and there is hope. And one of the hope that we, hope that we have, I always read about when Christ says he'll raise us up at the last day, anyone who believes in him. But he said, I'll never drive away anyone who believes in me. So I'd like mm. to start in what wow. points do I like to make in a funeral? I like to read that verse as my scripture reading and then remind them. Anyone who comes to Christ, he says, I'll never drive away. Powerful. That's exactly right. Acts 2.21. I mean, one of my favorite uh, scriptures to, to, to bring up in a funeral, too. All who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right. You know, I mean, you have hope. You have right. assurance, really, is what that brings. It brings assurance, like right. security, knowing, man, if he was calling on the name of the Lord, if she was, right. they they have salvation. Right, because at the end of the day, when you, like I told the, the group I was speaking with today, our hope is that there's something more. I was just reminding them, like, I can't hold on to my property. There's nothing here that I possess that I can hold on to. The only thing that brings me hope, like this life is flying by. Like mm. this is a blip in time. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many years you live. It's a blip in time. And it's, right. I mean, really, really moving fast. And so I told him, I said, the hope is there's something beyond this. That's right. And that's where Christ coming back from the dead is mm. such a big thing that we celebrate this year. And why Christians are so excited about it. Why people get hyped up about it. Now well, you were saying well, when you do a funeral, you were telling me before we started, you mm -hmm. like Psalm 23 to share I that. I love Psalm what, 23. What, is, Psalm, what I mean, is it about Psalm 23 that gives you hope? The idea that... Okay, so for the family, I think Psalm 23 is one of the most comforting things because, right. because it talks about God being with us as we grieve, as we face this valley of death, you know, this shadow of death, you know, this valley of complete darkness. The family's going through it grieving. Um, we we got to remind them as pastors, hey, you're not alone in this. No, he's with you. He is with you. Right. You know, uh, his goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your life. Think about that, you know. I well, mean, they, that is a powerful message for that, me. That, you know. That what you just said. Mm. Mm. is surely your goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life Absolutely. and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. forever. I always hang a couple anchor points. Like if you're, yeah. you're looking at grief and you're looking at things that we go in the life, like climbing a wall, like you're a mountain climber, mm. you're scaling rock. Mm -hmm. if, if you're going up those ledges, man, you need a couple good anchor points as you go along and anchor points are that you can look back at your life and say, I saw God with me there. I saw yeah, surely right. goodness that's and right. mercy has followed me all the days of my life. To be able to look back on your life and say, you know, I had a family and God provided mm. for me to have a house and God uh, helped me with my health. And there were certain key times where I was crying out to God and, yeah. and praying so hard. And I saw God come through or you see the changes in other people's lives. That's good. And then to know, and, and after God's goodness and mercy has been with you, he's still going to take you to be with himself because then I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Forever. Powerful. Absolutely, man. Um, so I love, I love even today and in, in listening to you, you brought up, you know, surely goodness and mercy, you right. know, it's awesome that goodness and mercy, you know, and I love that, you know, the Lord works this scripture into so many funerals for right. that reason. It's like, it's a reminder, man, you, you're not alone. I think it was you that said that I first heard say this, uh, the Lord doesn't bring you to the valley oh, yeah. and leave you there. No, he's, he's taking <clears throat> you through, through it, the you know, he's right. like, we're going to go out of this and we're going to come out of it and we're going to have a hopeful, right. Uh, and uh, well, the this, reason, you know? the reason for that is Mark, when the shepherd, the reason a shepherd would have to take the sheep through the valley of the shadow of death, through that valley of darkness is mm -hmm. because one, 
pasture land had dried up and there was nothing for the sheep to eat. They would starve if they stayed. Yeah, right. Him driving them through the difficulties was only to get them to a to mm, a green pasture. That's so good. And yeah, that's what and that's what he leads me beside the yeah, green to the green pastures yeah. and beside the still waters. Mm-hmm. Because he knew what he was doing. And sometimes mm-hmm. the only way through from one pasture land to another was through these valleys. And sometimes the only way that we're getting to a good place in our life is through the valley. I mean that's just a fact. That's true. It's true. And it's uh, through Yeah. Yeah. I think right. um Bill, I think verse 19 of, if we come back to first Corinthians 15, I think verse 19, you said it. Um, if our hope is only for this present life, we are to be more than pitied. Right. You know how many of us, I, I say us because there was a time I was doing this, just live our life purely for ourselves and, and for the here and now, right. you know, and you don't put much thought into the end, right? You know, what, whatever happens in the and you know on either side of the dash right on that tombstone matters right i mean this is what matters this is what's going to bring our eternal destiny whether or not you see life forever or eternal torment all happens with that decision and how you're living today you know right and is uh, it worth it i mean sometimes i think we wonder as believers is it really worth it to expend so much time in church and service mm. and, yeah. you know, the tithe and all the things that we give and we do. But it said, like Paul was talking about fighting wild beasts. And this is, again, 1 Corinthians 15, which is the <laughs> resurrection, resurrection yeah. chapter. He said, if I have fought wild beasts in Ephesus for merely human reasons, what have I gained? If the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. Mm. And so I, I look at that and say, yeah, I mean, that would be the mentality, but that's not the case because Christ was raised and the dead are raised. And so our hope is, is alive. So I mm. think the hope of eternal life is huge. Uh, we've already talked about how God is with us and we can look back at life. And one of the things we like to share when we're doing services for people is look back on your life, see how God's been yeah, with you. Absolutely. Surely goodness and mercy. And right now he is with you. That's something that we like to point out. He'll never drive you away. We like to point that out. Here's another one that I talk about at times. And I like the fact, like I always talk about how the picture is brightened by love. And so yeah. that if you have love, you can get through anything. Love, faith, and hope, all mm-hmm. three. What's that based off of? First Corinthians, First Corinthians 13, 13, 13, 13. 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 These three things remain, faith, mm-hmm. hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. Yeah. Famous passage. Always share it. Typically, yep. like when I'm doing a service, that's one of the verses I always share. And then I'll build off of that. So I'll build off of the idea of, okay, there's faith, hope, and love. These three things remain. Because yep. this is the triad in Scripture. Mm. Faith, hope, love. That's your triad. Those are three things that get us through it. Yep. And the first greatest of these is love. So it says in Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. So while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Now, sometimes, Mark, one of the things that I've noticed in uh, certain situations is sometimes there's been some hardships or some things that have happened in families that not everyone's really happy about. Mm. It could come yeah. to a time where people have forgiveness issues where they just need to let things go. Mm-hmm. But I'm always reminded that families understand better than anyone else what it means to love someone even when they're sinners. Oh, man. Because yeah. love covers a multitude of sins. And yeah. a family sees the good and the bad of another human being more yeah. than anyone else ever could. Correct? That's such a good point. Yeah. Right? I love that. Yeah. And, and that's why that verse is so important to remember, to remember that God demonstrated his love toward us and that he wow. was able to overcome we, our sin. I like the idea that we're sinning against right, him. Right. He's like, Hey, yeah, you are, but watch this. But I, lo- I love you. Comforting you know? 
I believe for people to look at their family when it comes to the end mm. and realize it didn't have to be perfect for me to love them. It's not always perfect. Like your upbringing is not always perfect. Yeah. Your family situation, not always perfect. What the person said or wow. did or didn't do, not always perfect, but you love them anyway. That's what love is. And you don't That's, have to... The, our encouragement would be you don't have to wait until the end for that, man. You could start right now loving your family even in even while this is, you know, some bad things are happening. Listen, you can still show Christ-like love just like God did while we were yet sinning. And know? I think they do, Mark. I mean, yeah. I think that actually it's a great point to say do that now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even referring to waiting until the end. Yeah, I'm saying when you evaluate your life to remember love was always there even though it wasn't perfect. And I like the family I just did a service for uh, today. I mean, they would call their mom every day. Oh, wow. Every day. I mean, they, wow. they helped their mom. They waited on their mom, even though not an yeah. ideal situation at all times. They waited on their mom. And I, I respect that. I just, I just talked to a guy this morning on the phone. He was talking about his mother uh, that is, is um, kind of bedridden right now. And it's taken two to three hours a day, you know, for him to take care of her. And, and you think about the love and the sacrifice, you know, his sister's involved and all that. And it's like, my goodness, the sacrifice and the love they are showing their mother right, right. now. I mean, that that's oh. that's profound. I mean, I love that. To, you know? to me, it's, it's How Christ like Right. Know? It's absolutely incredible. You know, as I mm. think about these things, I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, this is definitely... Mm of the Lord and how God wants us to live. So that to me is one of my favorite things that I like to point out is that God is here yes. and he yeah. always provides. He loves us. Like John said, in the words of Jesus that John records in John 14, don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me and my father's house has many rooms If that were not. So would I not have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And those are, would I tell you that if I wasn't doing it? Right. You I am what? telling you, I, you know, what's funny. You're going to make me rewrite my because I love that text, and I hardly ever think to put it in my, oh, <laughs> my no, message. Yeah, go. yeah. So going like, why? I got to put it in there, yeah. No, and if mm. I go to prepare a place for you, I'm going to go and take you back to be mm. where I am. I love that. I love how mm. nothing separates us from the love of God. Oh, my goodness. But then I yeah. love the faith part, too, and that's what Paul's talking about in 1 Corinthians 15 is how important faith is. Yeah. And he actually starts in verse 1. Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received on which you have taken your stand by this gospel. You are saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preached to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. So part of what belief mm -hmm. is, is believing something and holding to it. Like, you know, Christianity is not something, you know, to run to and say, well, I'm going to believe in it for two weeks while I'm going through a hard time and abandon mm -hmm. it. He mm -hmm. said, no, if you've held to it, and you know that you're saved, meaning you have a home yeah. in heaven and eternal life, right? Yeah. And it says, for what I received, I pass on to you as the first importance that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter, then the 12. After that, brothers, or after that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me as the one abnormally born, and just reciting the appearances of Christ. So why is that good news? You know, Christ the, the gospel. Why is that a gospel? Why is that the gospel message, you know? Well, I'll uh, tell you what, why? Because it says right here that he died for our sins, that exactly. Christ died for our sins, and that he was raised again. And when Christ was raised, it shows that God accepts the sacrifice. Mm. So that's the exclamation point on it. The, the sacrifice for sins was accepted, 
proved by God, mm. Jesus Christ came back and proves to us there's more to life than an eternity of yeah. dust. Amen. There's more to it. That's now, it. look, yeah. this this is good news. It's great news because our friend Steve Arslick passed away, mm. and that was just a couple months ago. Right. I know we'll see him again. I think yeah. of the funeral I did today, the funeral that you're going to do tomorrow. I think of my yeah. mom dying in December. All of these things, it's good to know that God is going to be there, that we're going to see these people again. Right. That's the hope that we have. Yesterday, Bill, I don't know if you're like this or not, but yesterday I hunted down uh, the, the gentleman I'm doing a funeral for, his, his pastor over in Ashtabula. Um, I, I kind of hunted him down. I wanted his number. I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to connect with him. I wanted to just see where he was at spiritually. You right. know, I, To me, when I'm preparing for a funeral, that makes all the difference in the world. You know, if I, if I, if, if people know, uh, you know, if it was very evident that that person believed in the gospel of right. Jesus Christ, like Steve, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. It makes such a difference, uh, to me when I'm preparing my message, man, it's like, man, I'm pointing the people to that hope. Right. Uh, I won't, if I, if there is no real confirmation of the person's faith, I don't steer away from hope. I just have to present it in a different way. You know? Well, one thing that um, I'm glad you brought that up actually, because I mm -hmm. think that, I've been in that situation a lot of times where I don't know. No one said, I just always present it as you. I don't even talk about that part. Like mm -hmm. I don't mention, I don't even say if, or bring, I just at that part when I'm talking, because I always talk about love, which is always easy to talk about with every person. Absolutely. Any person yeah. I can talk about love when it comes to the faith part, I'll just say you need faith to believe in Jesus Christ. And then people can connect the dots. Mm -hmm. And then I talk about the hope that if you put your faith in Jesus Christ, here's your hope. I don't really have to say, anything too much beyond that if i really don't know yeah i think it's important for our, our listeners i mean to, to think about because you know somebody might ask them these questions right and and say well you know he didn't go to church or he didn't do this don't get hung up on what they didn't do get hung up on what jesus did you right, know what but I'm this guy that you're talking about, did he? You know, what did the pastor say? I'm just oh yeah, curious. he was faithful. I mean, he had okay. faith in Jesus. I talked to his brother. His dad was actually a pastor for many years. Okay, his mom cool. was a great, great woman. Um, yeah, the pastor said, yeah. I mean, I definitely think he had a, he had a strong faith in the Lord. You know, so that that made it so much. I I was put at ease. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes was, it uh, simpler. Yeah. As a I've been, I was surly early on in life, Mark, mm -hmm. thrust into these situations yeah. where. I would say I've not really measured. Don't hold this like Bill's actually measured this. I would say probably half of the funerals I do are for people mm. I don't know or I've never met. The people I met are their kids, right, or their yeah. parents or something like that, or a brother or sister. Like, usually there's there's some tie-in. On rare occasion, there's not. Like, I have no tie-in at all. Yeah, I've even had some that are so far off. They're like... This is the kind of things you hear. So you're getting some insight now into being a pastor <laughs> and stuff you hear. Right. We, I've actually been asked to do services, and then they'll tell me this. Don't say anything religious. Wow. And it always makes me laugh because I wonder to myself, why did you ask me to do it if you didn't want to hear anything religious? So then I'll, a lot of times people are cloudy on their terms. And so I'll say, well, is it okay if I read the 23rd Psalm? Mm. Oh, that's great. That's great. Is it okay if I read this passage about Jesus Christ saying he's a resurrection of life? Oh, that's great. That's fine. Okay. Now we're back to the you, same. You know they're like, religious, right? right? I, I'm not yeah. even sure what they're talking about. They say, we don't want to hear anything religious. Well, what about this yeah. verse? Oh, that's great. What yeah. about this verse? Okay, that's fine. I've had people actually tell me to come in and MC, and then you're not speaking at all. You're not going to say anything. Then I get there. It's 10 minutes before the service, half hour before the service, and they say, hey, I want you to speak now. I've had that happen to me. Wow. Where I'm like, 
but by the way, never a problem. Yeah. That is not a problem for me. I've mm -hmm. done enough funerals. Yeah. I've done enough. You could actually throw me in your place and say, get up there. The only thing I'd be missing is the personal details of the person's sure. life. Sure. But as far as being able but to give the solid, gospel, talk yeah. about, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I mean, solid on providing hope and, and, and pointing people to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. You know. I, I would say. Now, we appreciate we're gonna We're going to continue this conversation, mm. by the way. We're going to keep going mm -hmm. with this. Because we, we think it's important. We're right here in the Lent season. We're talking about the resurrection of Christ. What better way to talk about the impact of the resurrection than talk about people who have gone through loss yeah. and have suffered? Yeah. Because that's the hope that we have. We appreciate you tuning in. Feel free to share the show, like the show, subscribe to the Eagleville YouTube page. We would appreciate that. We love you guys. Have a great week.